0: You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadale and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Each week, Chris and Mario welcome current NFL stars and discuss the biggest news from around the football world.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. I'm Chris Horwadale joined by Mario
0: Hines. Mario, how are you? I am doing well on this nice pre-summer day. That's been feeling like summer the past couple days. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't. uh, Maybe it's
1: the fact that uh, we've all been locked in our houses for the last two months. But it's about to be June, and that uh, that's
0: weird. (laughs) June? What? June? I I know. It doesn't sound right to me. No, no. I'm not. I'm I'm actually in one of those places where, like, is this a mirage? Is the (laughs) calendar playing a trick? Uh, How are you feeling about uh, football potentially being played on time? Uh, I don't. I mean, I, I I'm anxious to see it. Don't get me wrong. I am totally okay with seeing seeing it being played, and actually pretty excited about it. But there's that thing in the back of my head that's saying, "What uh, are we are we jumping out there too soon?" Mm-hmm. So yeah, my guess, because <laughs> this is,
1: you know, I am uh, very much a worst case scenario type of person in, <laughs> in these instances. I'm I'm expecting, you know, we're gonna get like four or five days away. From the start of the NBA season, which is probably gonna—it looks like it's gonna be July twenty-second—and like nine people are gonna test positive,
0: positive. Oh, and it's just gonna be that over. actually
1: sounds so bad. It's just gonna be over, and yeah, you know, we're just gonna forget about it. And uh, I don't. But right now, look, everything is on track. You know, baseball is gonna play a half season. Hockey's coming back for the playoffs. Basketball's coming back in in some iteration uh, in the bubble. And football looks to be uh, you know unaffected at this point so we'll just uh hold our collective breath and and we'll see even college sports they're saying college football is going to be played i think that's a wildly unnecessary risk yeah but uh it turns out that schools really really really
0: care about the money they get from college football you'd think you'd <laughs> think they would you know maybe want to put a pause on it but when you think about the dollar signs and even at any level to be yeah. honest like the chunk of change that you know the sport uh, generates um you know, relatively, you don't want to miss it, but it's just—I um, don't know. What? What is your? What do you think is the the impact if if we roll if something rolls out and, you, and let's say that worst case scenario happens? What's What's the impact? Do you think? In what to to which sport? In what regard? Ah, uh, I guess it is specific. Um, <laughs> let's start with basketball.
1: Okay. Um, well, I think basketball or or hockey. If we have people test positive, the season's over. Mm-hmm. it's just done we we forget about it if there's you know if nine people in that bubble test positive it's just not going to make sense they're not going to be able to do it mhm uh baseball's tougher baseball is in a baseball's in a really weird position where baseball might just talk themselves out of having a season as it is and yeah. i don't know who i fault fo- who i really fault the players and the owners are absolutely at war over the the financial implications of the shortened season the players have already agreed to take a one 162nd uh, pay cut basically uh, you know one game pay versus uh, <laughs> pay cut for every game that is not played so with the uh, with the 81 82 game season they're already having their pay now there's this uh, there's this idea from the uh, MLBPA or pardon me the MLB where it would be a sliding scale for how much money in addition to that guys would be losing because there wouldn't be any ticket revenue and stuff like that. With mm. the uh the bigger, the guys making more money significantly more affected than the guys who are basically making the league minimum. That's right. not going to fly with some people. Um I don't know. I th- I think hockey and basketball are definitely going to be played. Baseball might talk themselves out of a season. Football is going to be so tough, man, cuz I just don't I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here because I I am genuinely optimistic about sports being played, but I I don't know how they're going to do it in terms of football logistically, because it just seems like it's the ultimate contact sport. If anybody in that game tests positive, you know, they're going to infect half of the other team, half of their own Mm -hmm. team. I don't know, it's scary, but uh, we just.
0: No, I asked. Get going. It's uh, it's interesting. I asked because there's a uh, facility uh, in in New England where one of our um, youth uh, sports programs operates, and they said to one of our staff uh, one, they're cleaning out the entire, so like storage is now only. Uh, facility based no one no participating program can have um, anything left in the storage space Mm -hmm. okay so as that's happening they're like um, they're gonna play the spring sports schedule in the summer and if anyone is uh, infected or if there's any type of setback and they have to reclose. They likely will not be able to reopen. So yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't. I, obviously, professional sports has has a better contingency than than a local, you know, sportsplex. But just things like that, I I, I assume are are going to make a major dent.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, on a base level, they're dealing with the same problem. They just have different resources, and I, I agree completely. It's just <sighs> I I don't understand, and I know that the talk is like we're okay. We're going to treat a positive test like it's the flu. Okay, but you know, the flu doesn't have the risk of infecting half of the team. Right. So and and the the risks of getting the flu are much lower than the risk of getting coronavirus. So, oh, right. man, I don't I don't know. It's it's hard without widespread testing. I mean, testing is going to have to be paramount. They're going to have to, you know, multiple times per week, I would imagine, before games. I, I just I'm I'm glad it's not up to me to figure it out. That's that's what I'm gonna say.
0: Right. No. Smart. Smart to put that on record. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm not interested in brainstorming how to get football going. Stop calling me Roger Goodell. <laughs>
0: Good
1: uh, it's. I just want it back. You know. I just want. Yeah. Really want anything back. And it's it's gonna be you know basketball they're talking about whether it's thirty teams or it's gonna be you know teams that are capable of making the playoffs or something like that. There's going to be guys who aren't going to want to play, and you're just going to have to deal with that. And I don't yep. know if that's going to be the same in football, because I think the the masculine culture in football is slightly different than it is in basketball. Mm-hmm. Foot, football, you're supposed to be a warrior. Uh, that's kind of what everybody yep. prides themselves on. So not playing yep. kind of makes you a coward, and that's going to cause problems for the rest of your career. But at the same time, if you elect not to play and half your team gets infected, you, you, know, you kind of look like the smart guy.
0: Yeah, and now you have a crazy market hold over, you know, the remaining positions that have to be filled. Um, no, I, 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 get it. and I definitely think that the bravi- bravado of football is going is swaying a lot of things in their decision making from from top to bottom boards to, you know, players. It's also I would love to know because
1: uh, after the Rudy Galber and Donovan Mitchell stuff came out. They were much more secretive about which players exactly tested positive. I know Kevin Durant was upset that his name ended up getting out there as having tested positive. And, you know, three to four Philadelphia 76ers have tested positive. But now, you know, emerging research coming out is suggesting that once you test positive and you have the antibodies in your system, I don't want to jump so far as to say you're immune, but you're certainly considerably less likely to contract the virus again. So, mm-hmm. those guys are now have a degree of immunity, even if it's not full immunity towards getting sick mm-hmm. again, so there's a real benefit to your team having a bad run of it prior
0: right right and I don't know there's there's it's, this, it's a seesaw of of you know decisions and theories like the the good and the bad, the possible, you know all that stuff, yeah,
1: well. Glad we're moving forward, if nothing else. It's,
0: uh, yeah. it's, it's better
1: than the alternative. But that's we're not here to talk about the coronavirus, Mario Hines. We're here we to uh, we're here to continue our now weekly uh feature of ranking the top players at any given position this week. We're gonna talk about the running backs. I've got I had a hard time figuring out exactly where to cut the list off last time. I think we talked about like forty five quarterbacks. I'm gonna cut it <laughs> I'm gonna cut it off at this is uh, this is overall players, so that's not going to help me even one bit. I am going to cut this off at thirty six running backs. Okay, and okay. Uh, this gonna be tough. Same, yeah. <laughs> this is, and it's it's honestly probably going to be less than thirty six because uh, I have, we didn't address this last week, but there's we're not going to put rookies into this group just because we, we don't know how they uh, how they're going to pr- translate into the NFL at this point. It would right. be nothing more than speculation. So I guess there are a couple of rookies on here. So slightly less than thirty-six, but let's get going. Let's start with uh, Philip Lindsay from the Denver Broncos. Twenty-nineteen played sixteen games, two hundred and twenty-four yards, mm-hmm. one thousand eleven yards rushing, four point five per attempt, seven scores, and thirty-five passes
0: caught. Um, I would cons- I would put him in consideration for a top fifteen. So he'll he'll make our consideration list. Okay, Lindsay makes list number two. Boy, that text is.
1: Way too big to work for me. (laughs) Uh, The next guy on our list is Tampa Bay running back uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, who, of course, Mm. is a a rookie, I believe. Is Keyshawn Mm -hmm. Vaughn a rookie? Yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn's a rookie. Good. I'm not crazy. I knew that. Nope. Nope. So moving on to... uh, Here's an interesting one. Mario Hines. The next gentleman on the list from the Detroit Lions is On Johnson, Limited to eight games in 2019, 113 carries for just 403 yards, 3.6 a touch, three touchdowns, 10 catches, and one more score.
0: The thing about it is, you'll get fooled um, if you watched him healthy. Uh, what he looked like, the potential to be a top fifteen back for sure, you know. But you got to put the production up, and you know, he just hasn't had that. So unfortunately, my hometown bias has to say not up for consideration.
1: Well, now there's even a question about whether or not he's going to be the number one running exactly. back on his own team. So yeah, and it's uh, no knock on him. DeAndre Swift is a is a nice little prospect, but we yeah. shall see. The next player on our list from the Indianapolis Colts, running back Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack also missed a couple of games in 2019, played 14, 247 carries, 1,091 yards, 4.4 in attempt, 8 scores, and caught 14 passes.
0: Yeah, I want to put him top 15. Um, we'll talk about him more later, but yeah, let's, let's put him in consideration for top
1: 15. All right, Marlon Mack on the list. Next up formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles now a Miami Dolphin running back Jordan Howard 10 games in 2019 119 t- uh, carries
0: 525 yards 4.4 a touch six scores and caught 10 balls once upon a time he was teetering this list and that time has passed going to give no for Jordan Howard I am uh, I'm on the same page as you here's an here's an interesting case
1: of former production versus what we've seen over the last couple of years, but for very, very different reasons. Our next guy, Cleveland Browns running back Kareem Hunt. After Mm. he came back from the suspension, Hunt played eight games in Cleveland, 43 carries, 179 yards, 4.2 a clip, two scores, and caught 37 passes for the Browns in those eight games.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, well, he's bound to. uh, And I'm actually going to be – I don't want to call it a victim because it makes sense, smart money says. Um it, it, the bounce back may may take a little longer, but I think healthy body says that he is in consideration for top 15 back, even when he's not playing a year.
1: Yeah, I think he has to be. We forget this is one of the absolute best running backs in the game back in the yep. day, and he's still only 24 years old. It's not like
0: he's 30. Right, right. So let's, let's definitely throw him on there.
1: On the list. Next up from the Washington Redskins, oft injured but talented running back Darius Geis. Oh, after missing the entire 2018 season, he's held to just 5 games in 2019, 42 carries, 245 yards, 5.8 a clip and 2 scores,
0: also caught 7 balls. Yeah, it's one of those guys where like if he plays, he will be um so l- right now let's let's put him in consideration. Mario Hines is
1: uh is kinder than I am. I've uh, <laughs> in order to get on my list, you're going to have to play a little football and I haven't to We've only seen guys <laughs> play a little of football. In fact, yeah. uh, next up is rookie Cam Akers. We're going to jump mm. that. After that, from the New England Patriots, running back Sony Michelle. What a uh, what a fun rookie season for Michelle! But then bounces back in 2019, plays 16 games, 247, 912 yards, only 3.7 uh, carry, seven touchdowns, and 12 catches.
0: Um, even even after the rookie year I would have been hesitant it put may have put him in consideration um now i'm I, I don't blame him for him having to to have this gap year to to prove he's a top 15 guy yeah I think it was more so because of what was happening elsewhere in the offense um and that he'll he'll bounce back but right now we're gonna ha- let him uh put his put the, put the work in yeah
1: he's gonna get every opportunity to prove his worth this season without Tom Brady up next to uh, the aforementioned DeAndre Swift so we're gonna uh, jump him. Ugh, oh, we'll see how. I want your take on this one. Up next, late season hero from the San Francisco 49ers running back Raheem Mostert. Uh, Mostert, 16 oh. games, 137 carries, 7.72 on the ground, and eight scores. Also caught
0: 14 passes. Here's my thing, Chris. Yep. I think they want to replace him. So <laughs> so if I'd be hard pressed to put him in the top fifteen if his very own team that that was in the Super Bowl it, uh, I just can't put him there, sorry. Oh, hey,
1: I think you're absolutely right. One of the more overrated players. And a guy if you're playing fantasy football is going to get over drafted massively. This year because of a uh, couple of late season games that he had. So a uh, stay away would be would be my warning. And uh, yes. with that said, he I'm sure he'll have, he'll get like 1,600 yards rushing this year because I've <laughs> spoken out against him. The little guy up next from the Buffalo Bills running back Devin Singletary, the little 5'7", 203-pound spark plug. In his rookie season, played 12 games, 151 carries, 775 on the ground, and two scores also caught
0: 29 passes. Give me another year, but I mean, and maybe maybe he becomes a guy you know that overtakes and, and is in factly a starter and 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 things like that, but not yet. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna leave him off the top 15. It's probably fair. I believe they
1: drafted somebody in the uh, fourth or ish round as well. who's gonna probably take some carries away. Up next from the Pittsburgh Steelers, great story, but I think that story uh, it makes us think a little bit too highly of him. Running back James Connors, Connor. 10 games in 2019, 116 attempts for 490, uh, 464 yards for uh, even a clip, four scores and caught 34 balls.
0: Yeah. I mean the trajectory, I think some were fooled that they, you know, that the success was so fast, so yeah. early. Uh, and, and, leveled out and then and then you know decreased and I think we've seen the better days of James Conner and uh, he's not he's not in the top 15.
1: Yeah looked great in 2018 almost a thousand yards rushing 12 touchdowns and 55 catches but then just you know couldn't stay healthy and uh, I think he is probably a little bit overrated. In Chicago our next player is running back David Montgomery. The 22-year-old put up, let's see, 889 yards in 16 games on 242 attempts last season. Only 3.7 yards per carry, but also caught 25
0: passes. Another thing where it's it's situational, the offense just wasn't where it needed to be for a running back to thrive. That isn't just a natural superstar, and uh, that'll um, push him out of the top 15. Maybe not a fault of his own, but yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm a Montgomery fan, but it's tough when you don't when you don't hit that four yards a uh, carry right. clip. It's tough to say you're in the top half of starting running backs in the NFL. Right. Well, oh, this one is going to be an interesting one uh, from the New York Jets, and that still doesn't sound right. Running back Le'Veon Bell. You uh, you, you may have a particular affinity for him being a Michigan <laughs> State fan. In 2019, 15 games, 245 carries, 789 yards. 3.2 yards per carry and three touchdowns, did catch 66 passes.
0: Yeah, I mean, he is a top 15 back until he just is abysmal. Um, I don't know if he's teetering on that now, if there's an adjustment period. But uh, no bias, even though if I added the bias, I'd say surefire. But mm-hmm. no, Le'Veon's talent is just there to to put him in the top 15. Um, and And we'll see the production rise again.
1: That's fair. You know, when you're playing alongside a rookie quarterback and basically asked to be have the safety net in the offense, it, you, know, it, you can understand why that production dropped a little bit. And he missed a year of football, so right, it is what right. it is. Um, up next, Baltimore Ravens running back. That's weird. Mark Ingram the second. Ingram signs <laughs> as a free agent in Baltimore. Uh, well, prior to the 2019 season. 15 games, 202 carries, 1,018 yards, five touchdowns, and
0: caught 26 passes. I mean, his whole career has been this conversation, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. Uh, and he did he did well for for Baltimore, for all things considered. So right now, I'll put him in, in consideration until I have to stack him up against the rest of the list. When he was in Alabama, I once may or may not have said that
1: I thought he was going to be a future NFL MVP, and I may have overshot that one. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Up next from the Houston Texans, running back David Johnson, 13 games for the Cardinals in 2019. 94 carries, 345 yards, 3.7 a
0: clip, two scores, and caught 36 passes. Yeah, again, we're talking about another guy living off reputation, and I think the reputation guys are being benefited by the fact that the league has changed at the position. Mm. So if you just exist in the league uh, for a while, you're just going to be on that list, and I think I'm going to have to do the same with David Johnson and give him a chance in this new offense before he's completely uh, written out of that that top-back conversation.
1: Would you be surprised to learn that of David Johnson's 5 seasons in the NFL which by the way it seems like 50 seasons in the NFL. Yes, it he has only averaged 4 points uh, 4.0 yards a carrier or more twice.
0: It would absolutely shock me especially based on one, you know, some of the other numbers and two how he's viewed yeah. uh, league wide. You think there would be a, a stamp of dominance somewhere along the lines and that's not it.
1: This is the classic example of you can't give these heavily used rookie contract running backs a big second deal. You just can't do yeah. it. You're
0: throwing your money away. Absolutely. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, like it's comparable to the linebacker position when it's like somebody has to make the tackle. So if you're <laughs> if you're the guy that's making the tackle, but then you you know you actually look at how it's being done, then you're like, oh, no wonder he's not working out for me.
1: Right. Yeah, no, it makes a ton of sense. Garbage middle linebackers putting up 120 tackles on bad teams. Yeah. It absolutely happens. Uh, up next, we have rookie Jonathan Taylor, so we're going to skip that. Ugh, a contentious player next on our list. Fine, sir. From the Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> well, look, that's not right. <laughs> Nor is he a Clipper anymore, or in this case a Charger anymore. Now a Denver Bronco running back Melvin Gordon. In 2019, Gordon played 12 games, 162 carries for 612 yards, 3.8 yards per carry, and eight scores.
0: If you're going to do anything, if if he did anything, he took himself off of the, the consideration for this list mm-hmm. um, by just thinking not too highly of himself, but thinking too, too favorable of his situation, I call it. And uh, now he's... On the outside, of the top fifteen. Looking in until further notice. So no, nope for uh, Melvin.
1: I've I've said many times that I think Melvin Gordon might be the single most overrated player in the yeah, NFL. You have this is I mean the guy his, and like Johnson has played five seasons in the NFL. Only once has he been above four yards a carry. Only once. What I know he catches the ball reasonably well, but I don't I don't get it. I don't get why this guy continues to get paid. There's much better, cheaper, younger options. So. Good for you, Melvin, and good for you. Um, up next, currently still a Jacksonville Jaguar, but we'll see how long that lasts running back Leonard Fournette. In 2019, Fournette played 15 games, 265 carries, 1,152 yards, and three touchdowns, and somehow, some way, managed to catch 76 <laughs> passes for the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, on, but did not score. I don't know which one of those two stats may uh, may surprise <laughs> me more. That Leonard Fournette caught 76 balls or that by accident in one of those 76 catches, he didn't
0: find the end zone. <laughs> no, I think uh, this is the enigma wrapped up in a quandary or whatever, because, <laughs> you know, he's he's a top 15 back. I'm putting him on the list. Yeah. I, everything else surrounding him, who knows what's going on, even as far as landing on a team being, you know, all that stuff. But for the sake of what we're doing, top 15 back and I, I will give it, let him smell his roses. Yeah, I genuinely believe if if you
1: got – if you schemed me into a situation where I somehow caught 76 passes in the NFL next season, I would score at least once. Drunk. I mean, I would have to be to to risk running onto the field with those behemoths. But, uh, yes, Uh, that's crazy. Everything about Leonard Fournette confuses me. All right, moving on. The uh, Seattle Seahawks running back Chris Carson – in 2019, Carson played 15 games, 278 carries, 1,230 yards, 7 scores, 37 catches, and another
0: 2 touchdowns. Impressive year for Carson. We'll do this for him. I think uh, we'll see if this trend continues, but he's in a good situation for it to do so. So, yeah, we'll, we'll put him in the top 15. He's quietly one of the, the really good players that people don't yep. realize is a really good player. Absolutely. Myself included. It's always, I'm kind of surprised every week um, if I, if I get to catch a Seattle game. But once I actually see the stat line or see his impact, I'm like, oh yeah, they, they kind of do have a running game.
1: Yeah. And they took Rashad Penny in the, uh, in the first round a couple of years ago and don't even use him. So it's weird how things happen in the NFL, especially with running backs. That's why you don't take a first round running back. Uh, Mm -hmm. This guy, however, was a first round running back and it worked out quite well for some time and then flamed out quite quickly. Uh, From the now Atlanta Falcons running back Todd Gurley, the 25-year-old played 15 games for the Los Angeles Rams in 2019, 223 carries, 857 yards, 3.8 a clip, did find the end zone
0: 12 times and caught 31 balls. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to put, I think I'm going to put him in for reputation and see if he shakes out to stick. Uh, We've discussed Todd uh, pretty often on this show based on his circumstances, and we don't seem to hit precisely eye to eye so maybe this will be the show that does it so we'll, we'll add them to the com- uh, to the consideration just so we can keep talking about them fair
1: enough hey well my guy here on the list up next from the los angeles chargers running back <laughs> austin eckler what a weird stat line for eckler in 2019 plays 16 games carries the ball 132 times for 557 yards and three scores also catches the ball 92 times for 993 yards and another
0: eight touchdowns Yeah, I mean, top 15 back, we've waited and waited and waited and waited, and he kept producing. Mm -hmm. So put him in in the consideration. I doubt he's uh, getting moved out.
1: It's going to be interesting to see, one, if he holds up long term because he is a a little bit more of a slight running back at just 200 pounds, and uh, and two, if they're going to use him more in the running game because, I mean, 132 carries for a starting running back, that is, what, eight, nine a game?
0: Yeah, that's... (laughs) That's a uh, yeah. It's a strange. For that's something. a
1: that's a strange number. That's that's a stranger number. A starting running back getting nine carries is a weirder number than Leonard Fournette catching seventy six balls.
0: Right. I'm trying to figure out if it's smart or I don't know.
1: It's <laughs> it's something though. I guess they did have Melvin Gordon to uh, take some of those carries once he returned. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well. we'll see. Big season for Austin Eckler. Hey, this is exciting. Uh, we've got ourselves a running back in Philadelphia. The rookie miles sanders put up uh 818 yards on 179 carries in 16 games last season for a 4.6 a clip and three scores also
0: caught 50 passes for another three yeah um for the sake of again continuing this conversation and believing that this offense as a whole is on an uptrend so i think Everyone's numbers that is that are that are um, intentionally like starting and, and have a an true impact will yeah. increase. So let's keep them. Let's keep them in consideration.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm genuinely really excited for Sanders this year. I think now that he's going to be the clear number one running back because last year we had Jordan Howard in tow, and there's actually going to be a vertical passing game that's not going to let the defense play eight nine guys in the box. I think Sanders is going to have. A Gigantic season. I am, uh, I'm, yes, I'm really excited, and I will say I did not love the pick when it happened, so I'm happy to be proven wrong. Uh, yeah, man, and if there was a better running back late in the season, I don't know who it was uh, other than Arizona Cardinals running back Kenyon Drake. Absolutely mm. played fantastic after getting traded to the Cardinals, played 14 games, carried the ball 170 times, 817 yards. 4.8 to carry, 8 scores total, also caught
0: another 50 passes, and uh, did not score. Another one, but um, it, it take 20-something more passes to not score to be miraculous. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's it, the thing about Drake is that, I don't know if this, this scene, this is anecdotal, and, and it might just be my, you know, not paying attention to the raw numbers, so you might be able to correct me, mm-hmm. Um, is that I feel like he's gotten better and better, and w- as we as we wait, and, and now he he was he ended up being in a good situation and, and did really well. So I'm gonna put him in the, the, the conversation. I don't know where his career stat line has gone, but I've always seen his name pop up and, and, and him put up solid numbers, and you're just waiting, and he finally he finally hit it. So I'm gonna put him in there. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his career numbers, that
1: 4.8 is is on par. He's actually 4.8 yards per carry for his career. So this seems like a classic case of a guy who was just given an opportunity and continued to uh, continued
0: to produce at the same level he did as uh, as a bench player. Right, right. That's, where I, that's what that's my thinking is, and I think that warrants you know at least being in, if or not a top fifteen back in in the in the conversation.
1: Oh, for sure. Part of that great Miami Dolphins sell off last season. Yeah, uh, I guess in the the Chris Carson mold is a guy who the average fan isn't quite aware is really really good is Green Bay running back Aaron Jones. The 25-year-old played 16 games for the Packers in 2019, 236 carries, 1,084 yards, 16 touchdowns, also caught the ball 49 times for another three scores.
0: Yeah, and this is a guy who I agree with you most don't know about, but being a fan of, of a team in the NFC North and watching this man twice a year but playing a close eye to him or at least to what he, he's doing to help his team win mm-hmm. or lose is what I'm hoping. <laughs> um, really quality back, and I'm definitely, impact-wise, especially the numbers are are, are, are kind of there, but impact-wise, yeah, top 15 back. Toss him into consideration.
1: Yeah, anytime you score 19 times at the running back position, you, you we we're going to talk about you as a top 15 running back. There's a, yes. <laughs> no yes. doubt about that. Uh, up next from the Oakland Raiders a rookie last season Josh Jacobs came in played 13 games 242 carries 1150 yards seven touchdowns also caught 20 more passes.
0: Hmm. Uh, this one I you know what I'm going to I'm going to work through I'm going to work through any thought I might have to hold him back and also someone's got to be in the top 15 so Gonna put them on the list. I
1: don't think we're gonna have a problem with that. The ratio of players who have gone into the consideration list this week considerably higher than the quarterbacks okay, last week. Okay. I don't think we're we're gonna be fine. And I imagine that the the remaining one two three four five six seven seven or eight running backs on this list will be in that top fifteen list. Yeah, <laughs> be weird if they weren't. Uh, num Let's see. Where who is number one two three four five? Oh yeah, eight. Okay. The eighth player on this list and uh, the eighth remaining player on this list from the Cleveland Browns breakout superstar running back Nick Chubb. The 24 year old played 16 games for the Browns last season, carried the ball 298 times for mm. 1,494 mm. yards, eight touchdowns also caught 36 passes
0: for another zero touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to push the envelope with this Chubb guy. He's a very, very bright spot and what should be a shining, uh, shining operation over there in cleveland which could be sooner than later um i think this guy is top five so yeah uh we're gonna we're definitely putting him in the top 15 he
1: is cr- he is crazy in just the sheer number first of all i think he was the only a- of running back in football last year to average four points uh four point zero or more yards uh rushing after contact per carry mm. which is mm. you know if you get four after contact you're doing pretty well and, like, the thing about Chubb that shocks me, for a guy who runs, like, a 4.5 or so, runs away
0: from people a lot. Uh, I mean, he separates. He runs with, with with great contact and balance. He's a joy to watch. And he doesn't rub people the wrong way, which isn't the greatest measurement, but a, yeah. something worth noting.
1: No, Chubb, like, very, very quiet, only cares about playing football. So uh, the, the the Browns did quite well there, and they tried to not because it's worth pointing out that he was the second second round pick the Browns took that year behind Austin Corbett, and this would have been the pick that went to the Cleveland Browns if not for the whole um, who's a garbage quarterback that's married to Catherine Webb debacle. Um, whatever, whatever. I can't remember what the stupid guy's name is. Uh, but when the Browns tried to trade for that, that, Red, that Brown, Bengals quarterback, but they faxed the paperwork in after the what? deadline. So, yeah. and I will forever believe that Sashi Brown did it intentionally. So, uh, Of course. Good for of you. Course. Good for you, Sashi. Yeah. All right, up next the aforementioned Cincinnati Bengals Oklahoma running back Joe Mixon, the 23-year-old had uh, an interesting season for the Bengals last year. 16 games, 278 carries, 1137 yards, five touchdowns and 35 more catches.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a top 15 guy um you know fluctuates between what that that first tier and second tier um and who knows it could be situation could be a number of things but i have well wishes for him and i like to watch him watch him play when i can don't like to watch his team yeah so yeah top top 15 Uh, the last player we're going to talk about before the break and we come back and talk about our
1: top five is new orleans running back alvin kamara Oh, interesting player, kind of a do-it-all option for the Saints. Played 14 games in 2019, 171 carries, 797 yards, 4.7 to carry, and five touchdowns. Also caught, man, this is such a crazy number. In each of his first three seasons in the NFL, Alvin Kamara has caught 81 passes.
0: Yeah, I mean, unconventional... You know, Mr. Mister Do-It-All type of thing, which is a thing in in the offense that he plays in. Won't hold it against him in this instance. Uh, top top five back.
1: We, uh, we shall see when we come back. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with the rest of our rankings and our tier lists. Hey, guys, it's Chris, and while it does seem like we're getting closer, there is still currently no NBA or NHL or MLB, and you might think that there's nothing to bet on, but you, sir or ma'am, would be wrong. Our exclusive partner BetOnline still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on from their online casino to poker and blackjack as they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? Well, no problem there. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations that you can wager on, and hey, guess what? NASCAR is back. If you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on Big Brother or stock prices or even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All of that is open 24 hours a day and all online. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus. I don't think I need to tell you, but that website is betonline.ag and don't forget to use that Promo code podcast one P O D C A S T O N E for your sign up bonus. Bet online your online wagering solution. <laughs> oh, thanks so much for all those great people who advertised with us. And I can't remember if we have any ads this week. So if there's not, and it was just dead silence, ah, you know that's fun too. But we're back, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna get our top five running backs uh, unveiled here, and then we're gonna do our list. Mario Hines. Uh, one of the, uh, you know, I mentioned uh, Kenyon Drake is one of the best running backs to close out the season last year. He, uh, he would be given some challenge by this gentleman, the six foot three, two 247-pound beast in Tennessee, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry played 15 games for the Titans last season, 303 uh, carries, 1540 yards, 16 touchdowns, also caught 18 passes for another two scores.
0: Yeah, in the consideration, and let's do it now before you know the carries catch up and the yeah. style of running, the running style catches up. Definite top uh, fifteen guy, teetering that that, you know. I, I mean, he right now he feels like he's in in tier one. So we'll have that conversation in a bit.
1: You get sort of Eddie George ish vibes for how this guy's career is going to go.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things where again it could work in his favor because Eddie George was allowed to stay a lot longer based on him being Eddie George Mm -hmm. rather than the numbers that were, were being put up, especially per carry per carry numbers. Oh
1: yeah. Eddie George's per carry numbers were kind of terrible, but, uh, but (laughs) I think it's a different NFL now. And I don't, I don't know if Henry is going to have any sort of, uh, Sort of degree of the longevity that Eddie George did, but I I wish him well because he's got a a sweet haircut, and that's always fun. (laughs) Number four on our list, from the Minnesota Vikings, 24-year-old running back Dalvin Cook. In 2019, Cook played 14 games, which is the most of uh, any of his three seasons in the NFL so far. 250 carries for 1,135 yards, 4.5 a clip, 13 scores, caught 53 balls, and did not find the end zone. What is wrong with these guys?
0: I don't know sign of the times. Let's just call it, it sign of the times of the league. But uh, one of my favorite backs, absolute favorite running style. Um, if I could choose a back with a, a certain type of running style, like uh, elite vision, mm-hmm. enough elusiveness, to stick your foot and go, and then enough top end speed. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely a top fifteen, and that, and maybe, maybe that other, that other tier.
1: Yeah, I uh, I'm a big fan of uh, good old Booby Sanders in Philly right now, but. Man, it's tough not to look back and and just think about what could have happened. Philadelphia was in love with Dalvin Cook going into the draft. Deuce Staley went to visit him in person multiple times. They were set to take him in the second round, but the Vikings made the
0: pick before, and uh, and the rest is history. There it is. I mean, they had to. Minnesota had to do something. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense.
1: You got Kirk Cousins. You get yourself a running back. That uh, that yeah. <laughs> logic does apply. Up at number three. Oh, yeah, God. My least favorite person in the NFL from the Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. (laughs) Zeke dealt with all sorts of on and off the field problems in 2019, but managed to play 16 games, 301 carries, 1357 yards, 4.5 a clip, 12 touchdowns and caught the ball 54 times for two scores.
0: Yeah, I am still a Zeke fan. uh, And when you watch, when you watch his style of play, and when you watch his impact, or in how he gets his yards, you will understand that he's a he'll he'll be a top back for a while unless something grave happens. Stamp it. I don't.
1: I'm not going to wish injury on anyone because I do think that that's just bad karma. You don't do that in sports. But if he wanted to get in trouble off the field and get suspended for the rest of his life, I would be fine with that. <laughs> just that's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, scathing. Yeah, but here's the thing. I just, I detest him as a human being as opposed to, it's not just being in the division because our next guy is in the division too, but he is a genuinely good human being and it just troubles me to watch him play against the Philadelphia Eagles rather than detesting Saquon Barkley. The 23-year-old Saquon Barkley had quite the season for the Giants last year. 13 games, 217 carries, 1,003 yards, 6 scores, also 52 balls uh, caught, wow, English fails me, for two more touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I mean, agreed that he, as of now, has a better reputation as a personality uh, than Zeke. And he's already started on the right foot because Zeke came into the situation very, mm-hmm. very uh, messed up. But no, I, he's on his way to being the best back in the league. Just give it time, uh, give it, give us more wild things, and uh, and, and it'll happen. Just do. But special player, super special, um, and I'm glad he's in the league. Good for football. This next one is uh, exciting for
1: me as a Caucasian. It must be how uh, how I was African Americans felt when Tiger Woods took golfing by storm. It is out of the norm that arguably the best running back in football is, uh, is a white person, but Christian McCaffrey, the last guy <laughs> on our list. I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts because I don't think it's going to last too long with how they are using him, but these numbers are unbelievably crazy. Uh, 16 games, 287, uh, 287 carries, 1,387 yards, 4.8 a clip, and 15 touchdowns. Also caught the ball 116 times for the Carolina Panthers. Four more scores.
0: Yeah, I mean, first vindication for what we thought was the the end of seeing seeing White running back. So (laughs) ultimate vindication. We're back. Uh, And and, um, I mean, I'm a little less worried about the the mileage. Um, I think there will be an adjustment made uh, and his skill set allows for that adjustment to be made. Um, And if we're talking you know best players in the league this this guys up there so absolutely fun to watch fun to talk about glad to have <sighs>
1: i get worried when we start talking about 403 touches in a season jesus yeah, <laughs> yes right.
0: i mean it's going to have to decrease <laughs> i'm just saying i think it will without lessening the impact too much it'll have to it'll have to decrease
1: yeah they went from uh, an astronomical 326 touches in 2018 to 406 in in uh in 2019 this just that's 700 touches in the last couple of seasons almost 1000 for his career already it just feels like that is not a recipe for long-term success
0: mm. but hey yeah. i hope he
1: bucks the trend
0: I, I, that's my hope too just because of 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 how fun he is to watch and again hoping that there is some type like it, some type of adjustment made cuz you have the perfect type of guy that can find ways to be impactful, more scheme things that put him less reliable in in volume and more reliable in impact. All right. That is uh,
1: the, the first part of our list. We've got our consideration list. Now Uh, let's talk about tier one, Mario Hines. Is there anyone past the top, the guys on the top of the list you consider to be a potential tier one
0: guy outside of that top Seven, eight-ish? No, not at all. All right. So our top seven, uh, yeah, our
1: top eight: Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb.
0: I take out Mixon again. Uh-huh. He he does that dance, and and more times than not, he's outside of that that tier one circle, but but teeters the line.
1: So we're saying. Each of McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott, Cook, Henry, Kamara, Chubb, tier one running backs.
0: As of now, and again, I'm 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 answering, put an asterisk on Henry, but I mean what we've seen. You know, I have to use recency bias to say it was just absolute dominance.
1: That, that it was, I carried that team after uh, they they decided Ryan Tannehill remembered who he was and yeah, then they and what they pay. I think in the first two playoff games. Uh, Henry had more carries
0: than Tannehill had passing attempts. Yes, yes, and, and it was the way to go. <laughs> it, <laughs> it certainly was. <laughs> that's that's you know, that's not the right. shocking part. It's the, it's the the patting on the back and the, and the saying, <laughs> way to go, that makes it more <laughs> fascinating. That's absolutely true.
1: All right, uh, tier number two. Next guys on our list, we have Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders, Eckler, Gurley, Carson, Fournette.
0: Uh, I want to put Fournette, Eckler um mixing um four minutes. we uh last week where's the, hunt le,
1: hunt hunt is i mean he's he's on the list see at the end last yeah, last week i uh, i said we were going to do this over zoom so that we could screen share oh and then, yeah then we didn't so the goal would be next week we'll try and forget <laughs> about doing that
0: over zoom uh are you, i'll sa- put it in my notes you're saying hunt uh tier two boost them yep boost them in the tier two okay
1: right now it is fournette eckler mixon hunt uh jacobs jones drake sanders Gurley, carson etc left anybody
0: no i i have personal things for for a couple names on that list but i i want my integrity to Stay intact as for as long as I can. Right. Sometimes I chink away at that, so I won't do that this show. Fair
1: enough. Uh Shout out to Aaron Jones, who won't get the <laughs> respect that he deserves because he plays in the same division as the Detroit Lions.
0: <laughs> no, add Aaron Jones. No, uh, no, I refuse Aaron. to.
1: I refuse to. That's that's Good. that's you succumbing to peer pressure, and you're better than that.
0: I am better than that, but it's just like I'll wait one more. Okay, that's what put him. Yeah, Aaron Jones, tier three. Um. Josh, Drake tier 3. J- Jacob's Drake, Sanders, Gurley, Carson, uh Bell whatever. Put uh put move I'm sorry, move Bell to tier 2 again. Okay. Gonna 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 keep it there. Um and then uh I'm going to You got you got uh, you know Gurley's my Gurley's my my wild card here and and I mean, I was teetering tier two, but I'm even teetering tier three until further notice. But I'm actually going to keep him here. I'm going to go with my gut, keep him there uh, in tier three. Todd Gurley, tier three. Yeah, yeah. All right, Todd Gurley, tier three. Uh,
1: tier four. We uh, we only have uh, seven players left on this list. Eight players That's left it. on this list. Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Geis, Marlon Mack, and Philip Lindsay. Let's go. Um,
0: Carson in tier 3. Okay. Um, oh, so Carson's bumping up back to tier 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. just just okay. uh, missed him if I if I saw the name. Um Actually, I'm going to do put Mark Ingram in tier 3. It feels oh, okay. better. Okay. In tier 4. Um Okay. Tier 3. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: So now uh, Lindsey yep. Mac, Guys, David Johnson, Sanders, Josh Jacobs.
0: That feels right that feels right that's our that's our our tier four to finish off yep that's our uh, those are the guys that and i can see them them jumping that's that list that i'm like okay all i need is 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 some uh, maybe even a half year's work so but that feels good all right so to uh
1: give this official list as soon as i format this only for really for me and nobody else will ever see it uh, <laughs> tier four in NFL running backs twenty twenty season Philip Lindsay, Marlon Mack, Darius Geis, David Johnson, Miles Sanders, and Josh Jacobs. Tier three, Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake, Todd Gurley, Chris Carson, Mark Ingram. Tier two, Leonard Fournette, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Kareem Hunt, and Le'Veon Bell. And Tier 1, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara, and Nick Chubb. Uh, My quick thoughts, if I were to change anything for my own personal list, I think I'm going to drop Henry and Kamara out of Tier 1, put them at the top of Tier 2. I just feel like having seven Tier 1 running backs is too much. I I completely understand where you're coming from.
0: I'm thinking there's actually not a Tier (laughs) 1, you know, based on where the league is. I think a couple of these, maybe three of these guys for the old standard might rise to the top of that but you know that's kinda where the the log jam comes in. Sorry to interrupt.
1: No, that's just completely fair. And I and I didn't I, I struggled with whether or not Dalvin Cook should be in that, that absolute top tier with uh McCaffrey, Elliot and Saquon, but yeah, I, I can live with it. Um Aaron Jones might have to be in two. I might bump Le'Veon down to three, although I think he probably plays his way out of that. Probably bump Eckler down to three as well, despite my my own uh affinity for him and Probably bump Miles Sanders up to three because I am a homer. Mm. If nothing else, yes, yes. <laughs> right. So. Well, there's our there's our running back list, and we are actually headed towards football right now, so that works out nicely. We've got uh, we will not be doing fullbacks. Don't <laughs> don't ask about it. It's uh, it's Kyle Yousechek, Andy Janovich, and uh, a couple other people is is the whole list. Yeah, but we'll have wide receivers next week. That is, boy. Buckle up because there's yeah. gonna be uh, there's gonna be some names thrown. I don't think we can. I don't think thirty six is gonna be enough.
0: No sir. We're gonna have to. Yeah, there's gonna have to be some uh, some honorable mention here that we just list off near at the end.
1: Yeah, and at so. some point, maybe just completely dis- get rid of the fact that we're talking about. Maybe maybe we're not doing top fifteen lists. Maybe we figured that out. Maybe we're just doing our NFL our running uh, positional rankings. Yep, yeah. and tear these guys out. Yeah. And I think that's probably the way to go. But all right, cool. Well, this has been a fun show for Mario Hines. I'm Chris Wardell We thank you for listening. We'll see you back here next week.